Chris Knobloch, the new head coach of your Edmonton Oilers. Some of the uh, things that he said that, that stuck, uh, stru- uh, stuck out to me, he said it right near the end, is that watching the Oilers, he sees a lot of players that he feels are beaten up and frustrated. Uh, he said earlier that he wants the players to take a, bre- a breath, relax, and find joy in playing hockey. Uh, he says it looks like that they're feeling a lot of pressure. And, uh, yeah, probably the case, uh, <laughs> given the expectations uh, that the team has for itself this year and the expectations, really, that the hockey world has had for them. I, I mean, a lot of similar talk that we've heard when other coaches have come into Edmonton or, quite frankly, going anywhere. Um you know, try to get the team to play fast, try to practice hard. Uh, Knobloch did say he wants them to simplify their game. He said he, he prefers a zone defense when it comes to the defensive zone. Paul Coffey was asked, you know, how are you going to fix or help the blue line? Uh, Coffey said you, you got to get them a little bit more consistent, though he does say he likes the blue line. He says you got to play the odds, which I think comes down to, uh, down, down to simplifying the game a little bit. And he says don't play outside of yourself. So we'll see. I, I mean, obviously in oil country, we've been through this before with coaching changes. Uh, we've been through it on teams that were having bad years. We've been through it, you know, like a couple of years ago on teams that – we're actually having decent seasons, but maybe weren't playing to their potential. And now we have a team that's supposed to be good and has looked good at times, but isn't getting the wins with a 3-9-1 and record. Uh, we'll have some more thoughts here as we go along. We'll go over some of the highlights here of this news conference. Chris Knobloch, the new head coach of the Oilers. Jay Woodcroft is fired. Special coverage on Oilers Radio 630 Chet. You're listening to 6.30 Ched Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. So Chris Knobloch will make his NHL head coaching debut tomorrow when the Oilers entertain the New York Islanders. It's a 5 o'clock face-off show here on 6.30 Ched. The game is at 6.30. Uh, I believe, i got to check back, I just thought of this, I believe that's the uh, same team Jay Woodcroft made his head coaching debut against uh, back on February 10th. 2022. I got to double check that, uh, but pretty sure that was the schedule. Let me look at it right now. Uh, well, I'll get to that in a second, but I'm pretty sure that that was it because, uh, yeah, they'd lost a couple home games. Uh, they fired Tippett, and then uh, I believe Woody's uh, debut was against the Islanders as well. So just a uh, I don't know, bit of a coincidence. Uh, yeah, February 11th, uh, Edmonton beat the Islanders 3-1. Uh, here is Chris Knobloch. He was kind of asked about accountability and uh, ice time earlier. Probably the most difficult thing with coaching is um, holding guys accountable because um, as a coach, you don't want your players playing in fear. You don't want them every time they're over the uh, hit the ice, over the uh, boards, is this the shift that um, I make a mistake and i out of the lineup? Is it when I get benched? All that. You want your players feeling empowered that they can make a play and um, contribute to the team. But obviously, um, accountability is very important. And as a coaching staff, it's very important for us to empower the players on having the confidence in making the right place, um, giving them guidance, direction on what to do in each situation. And if there is mistakes, as a coaching staff, you got to be able to live with them. 
But if they're coaching staff or mistakes that happen over and over again, or if they're lazy mistakes, um, then obviously that's where you have to hold them accountable. And and the biggest part of holding uh, players accountable is just taking away ice time, whether they come out of the lineup or you withhold their next shift or is it a period or whatever it is. Um, ultimately, that's the um, currency that a head coach has. Yeah, and well, here's the problem, though, and we talked about this with Jay Woodcroft. They don't have any extra players. <laughs> I mean, they, they they can't really scratch anybody. And, and twice this year, they haven't even dressed a, dressed a full roster. Now, the debate around in-game benchings, or maybe not even full benchings, but limitations of, of ice time, I, I think is a fair one. Uh, I mean, we have seen players make mistakes and then uh they're right out there the next shift is it even sending a message even if they miss a shift or two you don't necessarily have to sit them down for the remainder of the game will knoblock be able to do that uh you know will he be able to stand in there and uh and say to connor mcdavid or leon dreisaitl or ryan nugent hopkins or darnell nurse or evan bouchard and say i didn't like that you're not you're out of the rotation for the next couple of minutes Easier said than done, um, but you know perhaps that's something that that might need to be done as this team tries to turn it around. Three nine and one record, of course, and GM Ken Holland admits uh, admits hard to let Woodcroft and Manson go, but the results just haven't been there. They work hard. They're good. They're good hockey people, but ultimately this is a difficult. Uh Difficult decision, and obviously we're in the in a business where you've got to uh, you got to win games. And over the last, uh, you know, as we got out of the gate, and we've been, uh, you know, early on, you figure you're going to turn it around. You're into game three, your game four, game five, and as it started to, as our record continued to uh, get worse, Jeff and I have had uh, talking on a more than an everyday basis, probably two or three times a day over the last, uh, especially the last week, trying to figure out solutions. I've been on the phone here uh, trying to talk to other teams to see what's out there, but uh, in terms of trades, you know, but when you're 12 games into a season, um, not a lot of teams, you got to have a trading partner, so uh, kept hoping we were going to win a game, kept hoping we were going to win a game, and Really, after we lost the game against San Jose on Thursday night, Jeff and I started to talk uh, really seriously about um, should we consider making a coaching change and obviously made a decision to uh, to make that decision. So uh, tough to do. Again, very difficult to deliver the news to, uh, to Woody and Mance. All right, a little bit there from Ken Holland. Uh, we had this entire news conference uh, for you live here. On 6.30, Chad. Well, and that's got to be tough news. I mean, again, Woodcroft has a 6.43 points percentage with the Oilers. That, that's the best that any coach has ever had. He didn't coach, you know, for as long as Glenn Sather did, who's second. Um, but that's a pretty impressive points percentage. Really, this was the first extended sort of uh, confusing slump that the Oilers had under Woodcroft, and it cost him and Dave Manson his job. You may have heard questions uh, about how tough this uh, the message to deliver was to, to Dave Manson, whose whose wife passed away uh, after a battle with cancer in the summer. And Holland mentioned that was uh, difficult for for him to have that conversation with Dave, given what he's been through in his personal life. Um, but feeling that uh, you know, with the hockey team here, they they need a jolt, and we'll see if they can get it from Chris Knobloch, who. Uh, you, you know, again, and I know there's going to be a lot of opinions here from oil country and whether you like the coaching change or not, uh, Chris Knobloch is someone who has 
you know, been talked about as someone who would be a head coach at some point in the NHL. Uh, I mean, I said this to Rob earlier. If you would have told me yesterday, hey, Chris Knobloch is going to be an NHL head coach within a year, I would have said, yeah, for sure, that makes total sense. I wouldn't necessarily say it was, was going to be with the Oilers the next day. Um, but, you know, he's been highly thought of, and Ken Holland did say that he uh, he has followed Knobloch's career very closely and considered hiring him for the Grand Rapids Griffins job in the summer of 2015. And that job, six degrees of separation, went to Todd Nelson, who uh, who had been with the Oilers organization prior to that. So Knobloch wound up staying uh, with Erie a couple more years, won the OHL championship in 2017, and then went to the NHL to be with the Flyers as an assistant for two years, and then uh, with the Hartford Wolfpack as a head coach uh, until now. And as, as he said, he thanked the Rangers organization for allowing him to, uh, to go to a different organization mid-season to be the NHL head coach. Okay, well, is this going to make a difference? Uh, we've been down this road before, haven't we, all country? A coaching change, uh, disappointing results. We'll see uh, what the spark is tomorrow against the New York Islanders. Uh, again, coverage will start with uh, Oilers now with Bob Stoffer at 3.30. The faceoff show will be at 5 and the game at 6.30 as the Oilers will try to win two in a row for the first time all season long. You can get more on this uh, on 630Ched.com, globalnews.ca, or keep it tuned to uh, 630Ched Radio for our newscasts and on Global News Radio 880. And, of course, more on the uh, Global Television newscasts tonight as well. Thanks to uh, Brent Pushkarenko, our news director, for his support this afternoon. Nicole Healy and James Dunn in the newsroom as well. And big thanks to Angie Quinnell and Jeff Walker for their work back at 630Ched Kirk uh, Control. Reed Wilkins, I've been uh, live from Rogers Place. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow.